welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. <sighs> and I'm Marcy Jarrow. I like that. An ill-timed sip. It sounded more like a uh, like a yoga breath. <gasps> like a oh. zen. And release. And breathe. And actually, that leads into what I want to hear about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you don't like ketchup, fast forward. Fast forward. 10 to 15. <laughs> um, it's all, you have the power. You can fast forward right through this I don't part. even know why I'm talking to those people. They're not my people. And no, the people that want to hear, they want to, they <laughs> definitely want to hear about this. I know I people hear love what this. I complain, though, about <laughs> just having a podcast in general. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, Hi, my friend. I, uh, yeah. So this weekend, Trish and I, you were supposed to come. I fucked up really bad. I messed up. You couldn't no. have been clearer in the planning. You set it up. It was a cool, amazing thing on my calendar. I couldn't have been more excited about uh and i had it on the wrong weekend oh had it on this upcoming but anyways that's not the headline the headline is it happens you went so trish and i went to malibu trish to have a reiki session Mm. so for people who maybe don't know because i said this to a few people and i was surprised more people than i thought didn't know what reiki was it's energy healing where someone like clears your chakras Yes. Yes. And um, it was so relaxing. It was so the place we went was so beautiful, but it was like rainy all weekend. So it was like, yeah, but I was like, yeah, like it's Calamigas Ranch and it's just stunning. And they were a wedding venue. Yeah, it's a wedding venue. And uh, the spa was really nice, just very beautiful. Um, You know, I got in that hot tub because we have to go separately. Okay, so like. Um, it's really she, funny. Trish was like, who, who should go first, me or you? And I was like, hmm, hmm you. Because <laughs> just naturally, our friend Trish is a little more high strung. <laughs> and I was like, you go ahead first, because I felt like... Knock it out. Well, I didn't want her because I knew the cafe wasn't open. And I was like, I don't want her to like have to wander around here for 90 minutes while I get a Reiki session. Yeah. So I was like, I'll sit in the hot tub. Like, I'll. So uh, there's like a spot you get there and it's like, is it fully like hot tub sauna kind of deal? It's like, yeah, just a spot. They have like um, outdoor pool and sauna no no sauna actually okay it was under construction oh, okay um but like you know it's like a a day spa Got and you it. can walk around the pro- property uh i saw some cows in a lake and ducks and oh stuff oh my god cows and they have these cute little bungalows and stuff but so the session was really great and also it was so funny like i like got in the hot tub then it took a shower and then as i was getting out like trish was there and so she was just like oh <gasps> Oh my god, it was so amazing! Like she like was transformed. No, she was both so relaxed and so energized. Like oh. she was just like, I can't wait for you to experience it. Like <gasps> it was, it made me laugh so much because oh it was god, like, I wish I'd seen it. Um, you have to go. I want to. Um, and yeah, then I had my session. So first, she starts by pulling like an or uh, oracle card. Okay, and it was so so fucking spot on about like things that I'm going through in my life and like things I've even talked about to you and stuff like about like like one of the first things she said was there's a difference between solitude and loneliness and that's been like this thing that I've been like fixating on all year about like 
not really exactly feeling lonely, but being scared because I don't have like a, you know, a one specific person, whether yeah. it be a best friend or a lover, like that I know is my go to or even yeah. like families far away. And like, I was like, oh, my God, like, because I've been like coming to terms with that, like that. Cause I, I'm like, I don't think I'm lonely, but I'm so scared that I'm going to always be alone. Yeah. And she was like, no, there's a difference between solitude and loneliness. You need this time, blah, 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 blah. And then, so she did the session. Oh, so solitude is such a beautiful word for that. Like that. I find that profound. Yeah. Oof, sorry, go on. But it was just like one of those things that I really like clicked into yes. so immediately and yes. then got the session. And like there was one point where she was like clearing my third eye chakra or whatever. And are you like on your back? I've never yeah. had an actual session. Like a, uh, it's like on a massage table okay. at okay. this place. So okay. uh, I don't know if that's how like she yeah. actually started with a with oral card yoga, get on the table. And then she she does like a meditation and a prayer. And oh, then the session starts. So up my alley. And so when she was doing my third eye, my body started vibrating so fucking much that it was what concerning. What do you mean? Like, just like Like you felt actual like like, uh, it was so weird. Just like in this one spot, like it was just like just like alive, like. And I was just like, oh boy, this works. Did you tell her? Uh, I told her after. I didn't like tell her to the extent because I was like, I don't need to tell her all my business about my body. Uh, and then like later she was just telling me like which one of my chakras like she had to like open up. And she was like, it's really interesting. Your voice and your like your throat chakra and your um, sacral which is like your your ability to speak your truth and your emotion. She's like, those are really connected for you, and they're not normally that hey, connected. Hey, that's cool. And I was like, but that that that's what was blocked for me. My oh. ability to speak my emotions. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it in therapy every week. And then um, she was like, you know what you should do? You should um, either take a voice lesson or a boxing class and I was like oh, I started my voice lesson I started taking voice lessons this week too yeah. oh it started this week yeah so I started I was like oh my god that is crazy it was so specific oh my god the very week you started your voice lesson yeah she was like you should do that or boxing or <laughs> boxing yeah um that was great I loved it oh um, my god and then did you feel like a lasting feeling after honestly I felt like physically sore for hours <gasps> really as if i had just gotten the massage wow wait i'm skipping the best part after what? we went to marmalade in calabasas where scott and courtney always used to have their dates really yes oh we were like it makes sense let's just go it's on the I'm way so what did you get um well i got a meatloaf and she got a pot pie because it was all like rainy and cold so oh my god we didn't get a, a big salad like we should have what a day um but yeah i it was really relaxing and then that sounds amazing it was really cool i really want to go you have to go she's I, great i will go so it's one woman there she's the lady yes okay. and like she also does like her name is hay and her company's name is stay and vibe stay and vibe yeah and I then she it. does like workshops where you can learn how to <gasps> Do you heal her? Yes. I got concerned when I saw like the price of her workshop because it was $666. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. And then my friend's like, no, it's an angel number. And it's about like 
elevating your like it has a meaning it's been co-opted by the devil (laughs) the devil well hey look the devil doesn't get to keep all of our numbers can't have such a cool number truly only like 10 numbers and they're in different orders (laughs) yeah it's very true um so jess you I was Went so I missed yeah I missed the Reiki because I had a uh, I didn't have a wedding I went to a wedding um I had one previously uh it, yes my friend Heather who is a writer on my old sketch team uh, the get go uh she married a lovely man named Matt and it was at this really cute hotel in uh, Palm Springs called the Avalon that's like a little boutique kind oh. of like Spanish style um, and it was just really nice it was like a lot of uh, friends I don't get to see that much. Uh, old sketch group people and it was similarly like uh, rainy and yeah. overcast in a way that it like never is in Palm Springs yeah. so it was like all anybody wanted to talk about like just I think having like cozy gray foggy rainy Palm Springs was like very cool and oh, moody yeah. um, and, it, and it was like misting during the ceremony which was outside and Good so it was luck. kind of this thing I'd never seen before I mean when you plan a Palm Springs wedding all you're imagining is like baking in the sun and this like scenic hot sunny LA or Palm Springs like a kind of visual and so to have it be this like fog hanging over the mountaintop and like everybody was like bundled and holding umbrellas um, but then all put the umbrellas down when she walked down the aisle which I really liked because it was like this big dramatic moment of like people and uh, you know people it was a nice wedding people were dressed up but people kind of being like fuck it like the bride's here we now we just sit in the rain and like let her have her moment and it was wonderful. It was like a really uh, beautiful wedding. Henry Winkler was there. I guess I he's a family friend. Saw you with a video of him dancing with a bride. <laughs> you you danced with the bride and danced. Or you said it, yeah. He danced really cute and he was really friendly. Um, he seems like the best man. He just seemed like one of those people who's like, enjoying his fame and his life in the way that you're like you most hope a famous person would yes. you know where they're just like chatting to people loving up smooching his his wife and then going out on the dance floor like he was just having the time of his life he I was seems like, like he loves everything oh god he was like vivacious Ugh. but it was great um it was just really nice there's like no huge headlines it was one of those ones where you're like yeah this was just a nice wedding it was really nice the food was great everyone was lovely i I didn't text this to you because I was like, is it weird that you like you or someone posted a picture of you and Tim? And I was like, God, I love seeing them. Oh, because I feel like I always get you one on one. So I don't get to see like couple version of you guys. <laughs> We're not good at like, yeah, we don't do that much couple stuff. Like we don't go out uh, that much, but, I think. But he's yeah, he's, he cleans up really well, too. He's like really handsome. Also, just like how lovey you guys like were in the picture. Like it was just so like. Yes, nice. Yes, he's nice. good. He's, he's good. good. He's funny. He's making me laugh a lot. Um, oh, he, he's, he's a great wedding date too. He's, I like was like just that thing where it's like you know when you find out someone's like great to travel with. It's like one of those things. I mean, I know I've been to many weddings with him, but I was like, oh, you're a great wedding date. You're just great. <laughs> just up for whatever. Talks to all my friends. Goes and gets a drink for me. Like I just get. It's just one of those things. You're like perfect. But um, <laughs> he's great. Anyways, yeah. it was really fun. But I missed you and Trish and uh, I demand a hang. Yes. We definitely were like, we gotta do this sooner than later. So I'm on it. Um should we get Let's into get this into it. freaking episode? Oh my well, not God. episode, the news first. Some news. Oh my gosh. There was yeah, there's some news. There's stuff. There's some stuff. I think the big headline of the day is so relating to this episode. I was like, should we save it for yeah. when we talk about we it? We can tease it and then maybe come back to it. Let's actually talk about we'll talk about 
all the Courtney contract, all that stuff. We'll talk about it at the episode. Okay, think, okay, right? great. So therefore, then not as big of a headline. But okay, so Kim Kardashian's ex-friend. This is big. This is so funny because he's just confirming everything we already know. So Kim Kardashian's ex-friend, he's longtime tabloid editor Kevin Dixon. He writes a novel, which is a novel, not um, a biography, but Mm -mm. so it's fictionalized. But in his novel, he has a character named Zia Zandrin. (laughs) I-A-N. Z-A-N-D-R-I-A-N. Zandrian. Three letters, if you ask me. (laughs) And in this book, uh, Zia... (laughs) Three-lettered. Three-lettered. Um, same letters, first name, last name. Calls an editor named Chauncey Tolliver <laughs> and talks about that she has just been paid $5 million for a sex tape. And in the book, Tolliver asks Zia, I thought you didn't want to release it. To which Zandria Zia replies, I don't. But like mom says, when else am I likely to earn five million? Like, what if I pass this up and never get the chance again? And then she he tries to talk her out of it. And she says, it's too late, Chauncey. Chauncey. Chauncey or Chauncey? I don't know. Chauncey. The tape is going to come out anyway. There's nothing I can do to stop it. At least this way, I'm rich. Oh, my God. So. Insane. Uh, so there's been rumors throughout Kim's fame that that tape was released on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, um, and. Or, or that it was released on purpose for... We know that Kim got money from it. Right, but, but the question was, because, yeah, Vivid, who released the tape, always said that they'd paid, they'd given her money. Yes. But the understanding, I think, as they would like us to believe, is that they paid her out in, like, a to be fair. Yes. But that it was not because they yes. negotiated a deal yes. to release it. So, okay, so it says, however, he did confirm that they... So, for Vivid, they that they did... They paid Kim to release the footage and would not dispute the rumors that her fee was as much as five million. Yet a lawyer for the star said that the figure is, quote unquote, greatly inflated. I mean, what a juicy confirmation. It doesn't change a thing. And also, I love it so much. I want to read this. I mean, it does sound like everything we've already been saying on this podcast, which is like, duh, she like... Honestly, I think her her it was more purposeful than like. Well, they already have it. I think it was more. I think it was more along the lines of like, ooh, this would be great. Paris had this happen exactly, and this same writer, this tabloid writer Kevin Dixon, apparently also has, he's written two other books that are the same thing that are thinly veiled accounts. Ugh. One's called Blind Item, and one's called Guilty Pleasures. We gotta, we gotta read. All, we gotta, gotta read, read these. these books over the break. And those ones are about Paris, which I guess he just kind of was part of this era of Paris and oh, Kim. God, but like, what a time to be I'm in the so mix. Jealous, and also like. I gotta say, I mean, it's of course it's a little uncouth to go like airing dirty laundry, but like 
he waited a long ass time. Yeah. Like I think that this is like it feels to me like a sensible. It's still capitalizing <laughs> off of like a, another person's yeah. privacy in life. But like I don't know, it's not gonna hurt her. You know I don't I mean? know. I really do feel like when you're gonna write like a tell-all kind of thing about someone else, that it makes more sense in the twilight of their life. Yes, more than thirty-nine. Agreed. But I think in the speed of Kardashian news, yes. it's like well, th- thirty-nine is uh, he waited long enough. <laughs> Yeah. I guess. Um, um, but I want to read it really bad. So I was saying in more um, social justice warrior. Yeah. Um, we have Kim is supporting an inmate who was granite clemency, but then was not released because he had an additional charge of shoplifting that came that like, was from. OK, so it's this man. His name is David Shepard, and he was granite clemency for uh, he was. So he was a convicted of second degree murder because he and his uh, an associate of his like okay. went into a pharmacy in 1992 and like paid for it's so weird because they like paid for the medication and then he I believe pulls a gun out and holds it to oh a pharmacist assistant's head and then his uh, associate shoots the pharmacist oh, okay so he wasn't the person who pulled the trigger, but it was a robbery where someone died. So he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. However, uh, this year, the governor granted him clemency so that he was supposed to be let out. But he wasn't let out because in the same year, 1992, he was also found guilty of shoplifting about. Uh, OK, this makes sense. I see. Five hundred dollars worth of jeans for a clothing line, a clothing store that is since closed. Okay. So he was released by the governor, but he was never let out of jail mm. because of the shoplifting charge that they like. It's much lesser, small. Yeah. Thing. And so that's what Kim is trying to like. She's trying to help him get out of jail. Like he's already okay. look, he's been convicted of robbery, murder, some other charges. Yeah. But like he was granted clemency. That wasn't her doing, but it's bullshit that they're not letting him out of prison because of the shoplifting charge. Yeah, that's of like crazy. five pairs of jeans or something. That's in, that's horrific. I don't even know if it was like five. It might've been even less like something like, but it's like, you can't like hold like also like when you think about, I mean, granted he was convicted of second degree murder, However, like when you think of all like the white people who like don't even they just do community service for oh my god for like uh you know shoplifting or whatever like one owner rider oh I mean the idea of holding somebody like to the cross for shoplifting is especially insane. after you've already said so, yeah I'm releasing you from your life sentence and yeah. he served like it feels like particularly like pointedly punitive yes. you know yes. like meant to really just be like sorry gotcha bitch <sighs> so well she's well, go kim you know it's so fun that every week we have a new thing to report on i her know this is like that her it, she's created like a crossover podcast for us that's yeah. like recapping crime also i did like i just closed out of the article but like her the way she tweeted about it like she's using lawyer speak now Ooh. which is like really fun for like to hear her be like it's a gross blah blah, blah whatever i don't know lawyer speak guys. oh i want to look let me see if i can find the quotes that she um I'll never be able to but she yeah she's like using her newfound like knowledge uh, to like be like I'm a, I'm gonna fight for justice 
I love her. I love our social justice warrior, Kim. <sighs> She's on the case. She's on the case. Well, while you look for that, okay. I we have to we have to pour one out, mourn that our dear Kendall has been ensnared. Oh no, in the clutches of a of a model loving madman captain of the pussy gang <laughs> what is it called the pussy posse pussy posse i never get that right yeah i liked pussy gang so then once i call it a pussy pound boo that's fun yeah captain of the pussy posse uh, leonardo dicaprio who apparently has a girlfriend whatever that means who uh is 23 i believe and i learned is robert de niro's stepdaughter <laughs> um his he has his girlfriend uh but was spotted this past week in Miami at a club with Kendall Jenner. Who's older than his girlfriend. Older. She's 24. Ripe old age of 24. <laughs> he's 18 years older than her. Uh, yeah, he's 45. Oh, no, he's older than that. So he's he's 21 years older 21 than her. 21 years older than her. Um, and so apparently Jenner and DiCaprio were flirting for hours on Wednesday night at an at Ultra Club 11, spelled with two ones hard to read. They were all sitting in a booth for like two or three hours at Club 11. They were drinking, talking, flirting. They were light touching each other, <laughs> <laughs> laughing while drinking, touching each other's hands and shoulders. Well, you said this quote is very funny to me. Look, who is this club? <laughs> who is this like this insider? This insider. Uh, and then apparently... Wow, these people are out too late. DiCaprio showed up an hour after Jenner around 4 a.m. Oh, goodness. Alongside her friends Gigi and Bella Hadid, he came in a black Escalade and entered via private entrance. They drank vodka in Don Julio 1942. Well, apparently Maroney, the uh, girlfriend, is uh, out of town at the Marrakesh International Film Festival in Morocco. So uh, I guess hopefully we'll hope and pray i mean i guess if i'm being honest i don't know that i am a kendall a kendall leo romance i would be i would love to report on it every week you i won't lie you didn't get a chance to get to this part that he left around 6 a.m oh my god go to bed <laughs> and jenner go to bed jenner and the hadids left about half an hour later that's the morning they wanted to sound like <laughs> look i i I feel like not much happened. I think not much happened. But they wanted to sound like, and then shortly after, about like half hour later, it's like, that's a long time and <laughs> it's 6 a.m. Yes. That's a, that's a long time. Oh my God. All these people, oh, please get some and sleep. It, and it made me think about like at the, <laughs> at my rap party, I was like talking to some actors and I just kept, kept like touching their shoulders and elbows and i was like what i'm just like grabby right now because i'm drunk it's not I even get like, really grabby when i'm drunk i like touching people's arms and shoulders that's a exactly lot. i was just like running yeah. up the arms yes. and shoulders of all i the, think it's the stars so, of brooklyn 99 <laughs> i think it's so charming when i'm drunk i like it i i don't mind when people are touchy-feely i got the well no one i actually didn't get the sense that anyone didn't like it but then later the next day i was like i feel like there are some people who wouldn't like that but no one seemed upset with me but i bet I bet everybody was fine. But let's all pray for Kendall. Um, we know. I mean, the the universal like acknowledgement of Leo's like modeling model cycling is like very funny to me. <laughs> like that we're all just like, oh, yeah, that's his thing. Uh huh. Yeah, great. OK. Anyways. I'm, look, 
I don't like Leo that much. I appreciate every reason people don't like him. I have come, I've become very enamored with him as an actor, and I think he's very handsome. Like, now, I just am very, like, it's the. Ugh, he's not for me. He's for me. Throw then. him in the camp with Matt Damon. Get <gasps> out of here. Oh, I think he's different. Yeah, get you blonde jerks out of my face. Just, um, however, like when I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was so, mm. like, gobsmacked by his performance i think he's amazing I and like that was him. yeah my, the first time that i was like oh no this person's great i will say similarly similarly um i watched honey boy this week oh yeah i haven't seen it oh my god i have never been a shy fan at all okay not a shia labeouf fan i've also heard like bad stories about him like he's just like belligerent and can be like aggressive and like yeah however in the movie it kind of covers all that and then he's playing his own father like yeah. do you know what the mm-hmm. it's his so, own story it's essentially like if for anyone who doesn't know it's um uh when Shia LaBeouf went to an inpatient rehab he part of his like therapy was writing about all of his trauma Mm. and it was very disjointed and just sort of like free form and notebooks but he did send it to his friend um this woman alma uh alma what's her alma's last name whatever she's the director um and she was like this is a movie this needs to be a movie so Mm. they created it and it is about like his childhood as like a child star and his dad who was also a drunk and addict and like he's playing his own father which i thought was like a gimmicky thing but it's truly so like heart-wrenching and like i sobbed in it and was like this is a really it's a really beautiful movie and it's a very complicated like yeah it's great i want to see it I super want to see it. So I guess these jerkos sometimes are talented. Well, I guess what these I'm saying. child actors with all with their own stuff. I do not like a man 20 years older Mm-mm. dating anybody. No. <laughs> dating anybody. No. I just think you should follow the rule. Half your age plus seven. I mean, Kris Jenner's taking the lead. <laughs> she's yeah she's showing she's showing Kendall. Hey, this is how it works. This is how it works. Um, then we have did you see rob kardashian on twitter yes i don't think that i thought they looked fine i didn't understand this no so okay he has um so he has fully taken over chris jenner's old house you'll notice very funny that we all wouldn't like just talk about that incessantly i mean i guess it happened a while back yeah but like we've like when we've seen any of his stuff it's been like in chris's house with that black and white it was not until seeing like the main tiles that it was like oh he Uh, lives in the iconic chris yeah she gave it to him she got a bigger one (laughs) what's very funny too because i feel like her house was sort of bigger than like a lot of their houses yeah while so like he just kind of like really fell into some luck here so decorated for christmas i think it's such a good sign that he's like even doing that and i know i it, think so too and posting it yes. and like i couldn't agree and he's more like proud of it yes i think it's such a good sign and then someone tweeted at him looks like that blood from the elevator in the shining came to life and and, and pose for your christmas card because there is like a big red thing it's like in a it. red monster it's, kind of i don't know what, I don't it, know is. what it, it is it's like hard to t- it's hard to tell because it's like geometric and shiny yeah and i don't then, get it but rob's response is i'm dead 
cry laugh cry laugh cry laugh that was my vibe low key cool <laughs> but i just i also think that like yeah is he a dork absolutely i think that response of like being like but you know to laugh at it laugh at it yeah. and then be like absolutely like we're seeing a new rob kardashian and granted we're not seeing him because he's still locked away in chris's house in his house but but i do feel uh, i think we we do this every year where we like take these breadcrumbs and we think it's like about a, you know rob's big reveal is coming but i will do it again happily for 2020 that i do think we're gonna get more rob i, I believe it i well i think we have some foreshadowing that we're gonna see some more rob right this uh so people were kind of dragging him on Twitter and the one that made me laugh so hard though because Kim also unveiled uh, their decorations oh. and they were these like white kind of <laughs> they were looked like they were left over it's from their really holiday crazy. party last year they were kind of these like Seuss Dr. Seuss style like shapes and tall narrow things um, around the house and all white all white and somebody wrote to Rob about his decorations this is so beautiful compared to Kim's tampons and butt plug decorations <laughs> <gasps> calling them tampons and butt plugs made me laugh so hard i was like oh they were like little knobby butt plugs oh. anyways uh good job rob i'm glad you're putting out your decorations yeah do you think we have time for the final caitlin in the jungle i think we do however i i feel like there's not a lot of new news with it you know oh. what i mean like we've already talked about her and oj like that oj conversation right Yes. Yes. We already like covered that. So uh, I, I guess, well, we could read it, but I, I just feel like like the big, fun, juicy stuff has already happened. She got eliminated, essentially. She got but, eliminated was the headline. I just yes. feel like because we've been tracking this week to week yes. and asking for people to send us, uh, it sounds like she well, had... It's not their fault. It's hers for not giving us anything fun this week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But she, yeah, she had to do like a bunch of other weird things. She did something called Top of the Slops, <laughs> which <laughs> made me laugh really hard, where this was from Emily, who yes. been writing to us she had to do a really horrible trial to win meals for camp with another campus mate it's called top of the slop she was strapped to a giant disc on a giant disc player it would spin around and a disco ball shaped pinata or i don't know would fly over them and then had to smash it open with their microphones i don't understand that description but uh it had fish guts liver cockroaches mm. mealworms slime and rotten fruit chucked all over them in their faces and everything Ugh. It was pretty gross. Uh, it was wild. But then um, the thing that people seem to be posting a lot about is that like um, apparently when you end this show, yeah. you like walk across the bridge to leave the jungle and you're supposed to like historically always have family waiting for you. And so everybody was like very sad because she I didn't get to watch the clip, but um, she there was like no nobody waiting for her, which I guess is just like from my from the sense I got, like it's like just nobody yeah. does that. Um, and so everybody was sort of saying and then she even I think like in response tweeted something like, oh, I went straight into hair and makeup because I missed it so much. So that and then like Sophie was there, uh, the girlfriend. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, what a great I think it's important we give it a moment to acknowledge what a big showing she had. Yes, she did great. 
And more importantly, how how lovely these uh, dispatches yes. have been from Louise, from Emily, from the yes. people who've been writing to us. Thank so you she got so sixth much. place, and we're very proud of Caitlin. I guess this yeah. honestly made me like Caitlin a lot more. This whole thing, just even hearing about it secondhand, and even watch the show. And apparently, her campmates were like, "Will you come visit us?" And she's they like, "Loved her." Yes. I watched clips for some of them. There was like a guy who was like. I really think she's an incredible person oh. and like really seemed to I think it feels like she led with a lot of like vulnerability and yes. honesty um, in a way that like I don't think we have seen since maybe the transition and like that era um, and and really being like vulnerable and oh. it seems like that's what people really enjoyed. One of the lines from an email from Emily says um, Caitlin won a letter from home possibly from her girlfriend Sophia and she was told her dogs missed her and they had already pulled down the Christmas decorations. <laughs> she got very emotional reading hers and other letters. <laughs> she was ready to go home. Well, yeah. we'll miss you Caitlin in the jungle. Yes. It was really fun. It's the best version you've ever ever been Caitlin and in we the just jungle. got to hear it secondhand and it was, was a thrill so exciting but um, anyway should we get into this episode yes let's get into this episode so this is uh season 17 episode 11 the show must go on so this is essentially a two-parter yes with the uh second part airing next week which is yes. mark your calendars the season finale can you even believe it I thought we just started these seasons honestly well 12 feel Episodes, so that wasn't that long. It was like three months ago. Yeah, it's just they feel they usually feel a lot longer. Yeah, like it just that's a testament, I guess, to a more watchable season. Maybe I don't know. Just didn't feel like quite I don't as know much of a slot. What it is, but um, that just means that like when we come back in the new year, we'll be doing some vintage recaps. We'll figure out. So send us if you. It's really fun when you guys weigh in on what you would want us to recap from old seasons. So if you have some, I tell mean, us. we have to go and order Jess. I know, but it's also fun to that we could pop in on other ones. We'll figure this out <laughs> offline. I tell you, I've already made a schedule. Okay, okay. we're going chronological. Okay, okay. We'll just announce what we're watching. Oh no. I broke her brain. Oh no. We couldn't possibly skip season four. I don't think we should. You're right. Okay, so so this one is all about it's a whole it's a lot about Courtney. Yes, this the is the headline. Yeah, about Courtney and a man with a face tattoo. Man with a face tattoo. Um so the cold open, we this is interesting. I wish Mariah, I think Mariah is on like a little bit of break from mm -hmm. her keeping up with the continuity errors because she's busy with work. Mm -hmm. However, did you notice where this cold open took place? No. In Chloe's rental house. Oh, good eye. Because right. it, it didn't say where it was, but me recognize that. I know a little wrought iron. Uh, oh, the wrought iron. Wrought iron yep. in a small, like, uh, open, please, an open concept for the Kardashians? No, nope. no. We have she walls up. had to let us know that yes. it was always her rental house. Good eye. Yeah. Um, so that would be, yeah, a while back then. Yeah. Okay. So Courtney has a hickey. Has a hickey. I couldn't see it, but. I couldn't. Her hair was down. Yeah. But don't you think it's so rude to say that in front of Penelope? Oh, was P there? Yeah. Oh, I miss that. Yes. Yeah. I would. I would not say that in front of someone's kid no yeah i don't know that not as like a slut jamie as much as just like that's, that's weird. their business yeah that's like a parent's private business yeah i agree um and then kim was like maybe 
Rob gave her. Oh the my hit. god, what a weird thing! I was like, they should have. <laughs> why did they leave that in? That made Kim look so crazy, and it was such a good shout out callback to their uh, long ago romance. <laughs> I loved it because it just means that she understands what we all see. But she like named five men it could be, and then like bleeped all the names. But I, I feel know. like she was like, maybe we'll keep this in. Fuck her. I feel like she's so furiously mad at Courtney. I think it reads like when we will get through it but it reads like and there was a whole thing on Twitter today that Chloe got into it's like it reads like they're fucking mad oh yeah like really sincerely mad yeah which like we got a taste of it from that first announcement um and they're like she'll be back they always come back mm-hmm. like really curt but that we really settle into that tone but anyway so right. she they try to get her to talk about it and she just keeps being like, let me live. Let me live. Also, I could not help but notice a canister of collagen in the background. Oh, that and fucking. And of black and white cookies. It's just like your weird food <sighs> stuff is so weird. It doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. Um, um, then we, so then we get, oh, this scene was truly uh, one of the funnier scenes I've seen in a long time. It was so good. They're in the house, We're in Chloe. the rental house still, right? No, this is at Chloe's now they're actual back. house. Okay. So this is, uh, who knows how much time has passed, but we're Got at it. Chloe's house. The kids are there. We have Mason. We have Penelope. We have Malika. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go. Or oh, really. no. So they, they de- uh, Chloe decides to call FaceTime Courtney. She keeps hanging up on the FaceTime and then texts call you back with the kids, which read really genuine and or with kids call you later. And then they call Scott. Mason well, calls Scott. But Chloe even says, what kids? They're with me. But the only kid remaining would be, a, Rain. Would be Rain. And then we have Scott FaceTiming with Mason. And he's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Rain. <laughs> and so literally all three of Courtney's kids are not with her. Not with her. And it was like fully caught in a lie. Fully busted. And then she starts screaming. Chloe starts screaming to Courtney's kids, your mom's a liar. Your mom's a liar. Your mom's a liar. So intense. So intense. So funny, but like truly crazy. I feel like a few things like this really clicked a few things for me. Okay. One, why does Courtney not know where her kids are? Oh, I think that's what everybody's like. Your brain is like, but I think we know exactly why. It's hashtag show the nannies. But all she ever fucking says is that she wants to spend more time with her kids but that's why i think i think you are hitting the nail on the head of why kim and uh, chloe are fucking pissed because they're like you're i think it's a lie and they and they can't say that on the show i think that they're like you're not with your kids you're just not on camera and you're out with friends and you're out with dudes and you just it's not motherhood yeah and that i think especially as mothers is i think what's like grinding their gears especially when she keeps saying to them i guess we have different priorities yes and she's making it that way she is it makes me like (sighs) i felt so many things in this scene because one i was like courtney should not call Chloe should not call Courtney out in that way. No. In front of her children. Right. It's like so disrespectful, just like Courtney said later. It is. It is insanely inappropriate. Yeah. But it I think they included the scene so you could see so that you could get that full picture. I think you're this right. This bitch is saying that she is that she's a better mom than us and she doesn't even know where the fuck her kids are. A hundred percent. I think it's truly unimaginable. I've worked for very rich people. I cannot imagine that any of them would not know specifically where their kids are. 
what a weird like what a weird choice i guess it's like all a compound there so like what does I, any of it I matter i do think that that probably is a piece of it that they float around to those houses yeah but it's a bad look no matter how you slice it mm-hmm. so then the next thing we have courtney and she's talking i thought this was so funny too because she was so putting disney Land oh my god i googled blast. it immediately by the way so like i used to work at disney and they have these uh people the people in the vest you'll yes. see they're called guest relations you services you see them in the paparazzi pics whenever famous people go so when disneyland. famous people go they can have these escorts and essentially like they just walk them around so they can like cut lines and like yeah. go on rides alone and you know it's like you know um partially like safety and partially like you know so that they get the vip treatment right so but courtney's like they made me pay so much money it was so expensive but it's like i feel like she was putting them on blast for not comping her yes 100 percent. also they're disney they don't have to comp anybody everybody wants to go exactly like celebrities bringing their kids to disney is not like they don't need disney doesn't need press disneyland does not need press they have the they have the opposite prop not a lot of people are bigger than the Kardashians, but Disney is bigger than the Kardashians. <laughs> I looked it up. Oh, yeah. How much do Disney guides cost? Although Disney VIP guides are expensive, it pays to hire a guide and minimize the n- days you need to spend. Guests uh, can hire a VIP guide for $315 an hour for a minimum of six hours. So it means the minimum cost is $1,890, not including cost of tickets. And I they like, may have had more than one. Yeah, I'm sure. And that's, that's yeah. a shit ton of money but maybe I was like, they charged her more because they hate her i know i was like it's not like 15 grand anyways i don't know how money works in her world and brain but so, i thought that was funny yeah i i was like this is she's like mad at disney because she thinks she's better than yeah than everyone so i thought it was so strange so strange so strange um that she like walked out without saying a a word to chloe or kim yeah it's insane yeah she's biz- it's she reads like a maniac on oh, this God. episode like oh, she yeah. it's so interesting because they like did this you could i feel like last season they were really being kind to her in like the editing and the storytelling of I it like and that it was like and... she's she's in therapy she's understanding boundaries she's yes. trying to understand like why this makes her unhappy like we're with her on her journey she's fighting with her siblings they don't get it but she's in this new place she's changing she's coming through the other side of her and scott she's dealing with like loneliness while scott's in a relationship and i feel like this season particularly these episodes are such a hard turn where they're just like bye bitch yeah i and think they, they were do like, not care i think she probably has always behaved this way but they yeah. were painting her favorably because and, they wanted her to like stick around and we see it later in the big summit yeah. with production we really finally oh, hear boy. from them but before that we get the hijinks of of following uh, classic of chloe A classic hijinks chloe and kim following now i have to say <laughs> when we t- she's like chloe's like can i borrow your car to her six assistant alexa her car is a bmw i guess it pays it's like it's it pays to be, to be an assistant it to makes, them. i was like yeah of course it is steph shep like lived in like the yes. lap of luxury it makes sense but uh then so- we get this funny thing where they're driving around and like i was dying because they had a thing i do not remember seeing before which was kim had like a camcorder yes <laughs> and she was wearing a sweatshirt that said kim is my lawyer kim is my lawyer um <laughs> Uh, but they were just complaining about Courtney and how she is 
like they have to find out through paparazzi photos yeah. what she's actually doing and that she's not filming that she oh and that she doesn't want anyone to know who she's dating mm-hmm. and to the point that they don't know their big thing is like that not only is it not on the show but she keeps it from them also and i feel like what they were alluding to was like i read magazine articles and then that's how i found out she's dating someone they're just talking about eunice yeah oh i think the whole thing is about eunice 100 percent. i think that's what this is all about i think he's a controlling prick and that she like lets this happen because she only knows toxic love it does feel like it's there's like a name who cannot be named kind of feeling for sure and they hate eunice it's like he is maybe lower on the list than Corey. oh my god for sure even though Corey does want to beat penelope yes (laughs) i forgot that's true he doesn't literally kick her ass (laughs) kick a child's ass we have this takeout part two and chloe Uh, calls it that's the homobile homobile made me laugh i thought homobile was real to see her going like oh it's the aston martin that's the homobile so funny it's so funny so they follow her to like some neighborhood they're like this is very close by but it is certainly a different type of living there. Yeah, it's I was a like, little different. Whose messy house is this? I mean, well, we didn't. Yeah. So they climb into the backyard and then insane. Courtney comes out to confront them and she says it's a meeting for Poosh. She's like meeting with somebody for Poosh. That's a lie. But they're also look at her outfit. They're like, look at her outfit. I mean, you can never tell with any of them what they're wearing. I like, know. she just Kim looked- goes over to Scott's house to chat with no with like That's a sheer true. note. You know, like she just looked like so like a, she was going on like such a cute date. I mean, I just think that like it could, it could I don't know like from what she's wearing, but I do think that no, like I know you're saying it is insane for someone who's like I have other businesses going on. Like she really wants Poosh to survive to not feature it on the show ever. That's true. Like why wouldn't she want the cameras to come for a Poosh meeting? Yeah. No, it's like it would only help her bottom line. The whole thing was like played very weird to me because like it felt like very like she was it felt like a hijinks thing that then became like serious. Yes. But she was also mic'd, you know, and so or it could have been a boom. Oh, maybe could have been boomed. Yeah. Um, and so they start arguing about like what is and is it they get like in like you said deep where they're like what is enough and Chloe's like look I sh- my whole like relationship breakdown I shared it yeah they get into the whole thing and then you know Courtney does make a really good point here where she says you guys care more about the show than you do protecting me yeah I think this is a That's, this is an important like crux of yeah. how she how she. But I do think we get a good follow up later, which I'll get to, which is that like this, the her arguments are valid yes. and her boundaries and her needs. Yeah. And she's like using a lot of good therapy speak. And she is like coming at it as a person and not yeah. a celebrity. And I really do think like if your business starts interfering with your family that much, you have to re- like you can't just yeah. like come after someone and try to destroy them. That is shitty. Like that's. Yeah. That's I like it is crazy. Yeah. But we're going to get to stuff later that yeah. makes me l- stop being on her side. It's right. Like, I think in this moment you're like, yeah, why are they why are they dragging her into something she like feels like is harmful for her? Yeah. You know, but as it goes on, then we get this great scene where um, Kim has gotten this. Oh. 
research from her publicist. The analysis of the show the, is so meta and weird. It's bizarre. It's like the whole episode is so bizarre watching like TV characters that are real people talk about how people see their characters. Yes. And it's so bizarre. Like, it, Chloe's the favorite. Oh my God. <laughs> Chloe is by far the favorite. Kim, there's interest to see more of her relationship with Kanye. And then like people want to see more Scott. He's the antagonist. They want more of his podcast humor, which I was like, Ugh, we remember that? Uh, what? <laughs> they want that, him in a bathtub with Chloe. Uh, but they like, so they, you know, kind of go through and basically point out that even the viewers, the yes. point being, even the viewers say that they feel like uh, Courtney lives a lot of her life off camera. Yeah. And, and I just couldn't help but notice that Scott was sitting there with a vape pen. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> really? These vape pens, when they pop up in uh, the show, because it's happening a lot, guys, you should take a shot every time you see a vape pen. I gotta look. I do not uh, ever see them. But yeah, we get this like interesting thing where sort of like they're talking about how like this is where it got really meta to me. They're basically like making the argument for why it's amazing to have these like surprise reveal moments uh recorded yes. and why it means a lot to them and like then chloe see- talks about how she when she found out she was pregnant she told production before she told her family yeah which blew my mind i mean it makes sense but also you know they were showing like all these flashbacks of everything and then we do see like so many moments with courtney so there she she already has had a lot of huge moments. Yeah. So I think she argues that at some point. So then the next scene, they're like FaceTiming with Courtney. And it's just so clear how resentful they are. Yeah. And she's like cooking dinner with her friends. Yeah. Having a great night in a good mood. Also, invites them over. Penelope's like there again. Yeah. And they have the fucking conversation again. And I think it's I really do think it's so rude to bring business up when your family's inviting you over for dinner. And then I wrote, however, they should fire her. <laughs> but I do think they should have a business. Like, if you want to do business, have a fucking business meeting. Yeah. Don't ambush her. Don't go find her in the backyard of some person's house. Don't like while she's like cooking dinner with her kid and, and like in a good mood, like just set a fucking meeting. These are multi million dollar contracts. Yes. These are not just like and they <sighs> are being bitches yes they're like we're filming we have a job yes and their tone like i truly still was siding with courtney so much in this where she's like what is the attitude like what are you guys doing yes fully ganging up fully out of the blue of course she's embarrassed she has people over her daughter's there and then her sisters are just like being bullies yeah like it sucks it's not how you handle it at all and so the next thing that they have, they're trying to get like, they're doing the whole like, we're filming again. And they're like, Chris, you're uninvited. They're on the phone with Chris saying she's uninvited to the Christmas party. Oh, my God. Insane. <sighs> and they're like trying to accuse now Chris of also abandoning the show. However, I do believe Chloe had a great case, which yeah. is that like, this is your show. You make us do this. It makes all of us money. If anyone should step up here, it should be you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that wholeheartedly that yeah. like Chris doesn't want to be the bad guy because she's already made her money and doesn't really care. Yeah. But it's her fucking job. 
And then she's like coughing and they hang up on her. (laughs) (laughs) So she finally comes over. And so they're like, okay, you're not fired because you did come over. And they just roll her eyes as their 64 year old mother coughs her lungs out. It's like a real cough. So mean. (laughs) Jeez. So, but I was laughing. This scene was really funny i wrote this is my favorite episode of the show ever it was they when they're like they're like trying to get back to filming like so mom what's happening in your life and they're like don't you have jennifer lawrence coming over tomorrow and she's like well i am sick so maybe they're like whatever you'd dig yourself out of your grave to be there with jennifer lawrence which is true and they're like well you can stay on because you came and this was a test and she's like oh thank you for the show that i created thank you and they're like yeah like your show would be created without us yeah like it's such a like it really is a snake eating its tail situation but it is like like chris and courtney are crazy if they can't see that like all the hangout with Jennifer Lawrence and the going on VIP trips to Disneyland don't happen without the show. Well, that's like the big super meta zoom out. It's like, and when we get to where Courtney's at, it's like, I think the piece that is so hard to reconcile with is it's like these fights are taking place inside of these mansions that are paid for and built like these multi multi million dollar lives built off of this show the show is the heart of the wealth yeah it's the heart of everything and it's like i it's tough to hear them like not that they can't get over it and be done with it but it's like the sometimes the lack of acknowledgement that as if this was just the life that they were having and then cameras showed up is is crazy feeling especially for like Courtney, yes. who's never done anything. Never done anything. She like pretended to fold clothes at Dash for a couple seasons. Like never done anything. <sighs> um, then we have the next scene where Courtney is she talking to Chris in the scene where she's like blaming the show for the reason why she had so many problems with Scott. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's the craziest thing I have ever heard. I it just you get into this really tough spot where it's just like Yes, you did. I I think it's always crazy when celebrities share their relationships on camera. Like, I do think it is like a toxic thing to do to like monetize and publicize like real loving and compassion. But it's also like no one's offsetting it with with like stories about like her, you know, them going on lavish vacations and walking red carpets. And like the, the thing it's like that other side continues to like just be completely ignored and so it's like oh yeah the show broke up me and scott or didn't maybe she what she means is the show afforded us so much money luxury and free time that he was able to get in trouble yeah but that's not the same thing as like the show heard it's because that was a bad boy he was a bad he's a bad boy and when he had too many too much money and too much access then he was worse he was way worse uh, um no. then we have the is it the oh god the next scene was the funniest scene where chloe <laughs> is in the car with with chris and she's like you want to listen to a song let's listen to a song and she literally plays an interview from chris saying like it's really important for us to be completely vulnerable on the show like it's, it's she's just it's just a crazy way to do this it's so funny where she was just like playing 
Chris's words back to her about how it was really important for them to show things on the show. So warts and all. And then it just never stopped. It looped and looped and looped and was so crazy. It was and then Chloe was even like singing it. He was like, Yeah, dancing. Shut up. Like it would make me laugh so much. Uh, but also she needs to stop fucking with her phone while she's driving. I know. I'm like, I'm in awe that they can ever show that because you're not really supposed to. But yeah. they can do whatever they want. Um, and then we get the this the big team meeting. And they're all on Kim's giant couch room couches. And it's really fascinating. This is one of the more fascinating scenes they've ever done because they keep showing that production is there. Yes. And what they and they we can hear as like it's really tense and no one wants to talk. And that production is like chiming in. Yeah. And, you know, basically they're clearly there to have like more of like a come to Jesus with Courtney. Yeah. And she's basically arms crossed and says, like, I think everyone knows what my boundaries are. And the show is not my only thing in my life. Again, I say, wouldn't you want to publicize Poosh then? If it's not the only thing, like, why aren't you trying to put it on the show like Kim does with her stuff? It's or Chloe does with her stuff like you're lying to us also she was like when you see her be such a bitch to producers it really shows you who she is well we hear that exchange was fascinating so tense right when the production was like well maybe if you were a little bit more present when you showed up and she's like i am i am i am present you're like no you're not and like I, I thought this was like a really 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 behind the scenes um moment uh, about like seeing that like this is about them saying like that she she shows up it's that when she is there she is not there yeah and she gives nothing and like it, that's what I finally like clicked in is that it's like they're basically like you're doing nothing you know you walk out of scenes you won't tell us what you're doing you lie to us constantly you don't know where your kids are no and it's like (sighs) uh basically like on on twitter i'm trying to find it but it's basically that she she basically says i love my mom so much but i was speaking to my manager and my coworker. kim and i are exhausted from picking up the slack and working overtime this is chloe yeah um, picking up the slack and working overtime since they won't film. And she basically says, like, it's totally understandable uh, that my sister would be over it. But that the idea is like quitting in the middle of a of a job is sort of like that is helpful for me kind of to also, get my head around. The you know? thing that we were like teasing earlier that we didn't say is that like Kim, Chloe and Courtney get paid exactly the same. Yes. Yeah. And when you think about Courtney getting the exact same amount of money. Yeah. As those because Kendall and Kylie have different contracts. They probably get like day rates or something. Yeah. Or like, and they probably don't even care because they have money coming from other sources. But the fact that Courtney's only income because I can only imagine that Poosh is in the red. Oh, my that, God. I can't. I'll, those boxes that they send. Oh, my God. Because guess what? It's one thing to fucking quit. Yes. Fucking quit your job. Who cares? But she doesn't want to quit. No. She wants to she stay wants on the, the show in this limited capacity and to have them shut the fuck up about it. Yes. And that is her stealing time and money from her family. Yeah. That is the true heart of it, I think, is that it's like it's not about readjusting her contract. It's not about like it's about 
to your point, like <sighs> keeping things status quo, but delivering less and less and less yeah. and like trying to pull it up, trying to get it like get away with it. And I keep sighing. It makes me so upset. I'm it's, so annoyed with her. It's shitty. And it's like, I think it's I think it's a, a thing to like really have empathy for. Like, and that's the thing we were saying before. It's like nobody is like nobody is confused by the idea of like a woman at a certain point in her life just being like ready for something new and moving forward. Absolutely. Like, like cause people were kind of dragging Chloe <clears throat> on Twitter for it. And it's like that's not what the point is. The point is about like asking your family to pick up your slack and get paid the also, same to say like, look, I can't do the show because I really care about my family and I have other businesses going on. And then you're like, wait, your family's on the show. And so they're also getting paid when you're not even there. Yeah. They're here. The other businesses you're going on about, you're kind of lying in there tanking. So you want to not be around and then blame us for not respecting that you have, you want to be like this guru mother who vacations and then you want the same amount of money as us and then we're working double days? Like, no. because the content has to come. Why do you think we were pulling footage from three months ago in the, in the uh, guest house or whatever Courtney, Chloe was staying in? Also, it, she said something else too that made me so mad in that meeting. She said, Look, when they say something bitchy, I'm I'm just going to shut down and I don't want to. And then I'm not going to film the next day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who in the fucking world? Everybody has had someone be a dick to them at work. Everyone has yeah. had someone say something shitty to them at work. Yeah. We don't get to not show up the next day. I cannot imagine not going to work because I'm mad at someone. Because somebody was made us was bitchy and like made you not want to show up. It's Everyone crazy. has had a job where that's happened. But that's the whole point, right? Like she's never fired. She doesn't know. She doesn't know anything about how also, work works. They'd be a lot nicer to her if she fucking just did her shit. Yeah. I it, really do think it's like a toxic Eunice thing, though. I do think so, too. Chloe also then tweeted after kind of going on a, lot, a big rant about it, said, I love all my sisters more than anything. We may get frustrated with one another at times. We literally are never apart. So that's expected. But I will always love them no matter what. Nothing will break our bond. Nothing. So putting a nice spin on it. I just think they should stop paying her. I think so, too. I think, I think, what, should, I think that's what Kim is saying well apparently though it's not really like i was reading an article that's like kim can't technically fire her because no. it's not her show however kim and chloe could easily be like fine we're filming less too yeah and then e would like they like yeah she can't technically fire her but everyone knows if kim goes as ryan seacrest and's like i'm only going to be filming three days a week so we need to cut the order in half they would just cancel the show absolutely like she could make the show in tomorrow if she wants to act like courtney mm-hmm and I'm sure that's like that's the heart of like makes me go ahead. Sorry. No, of like just why Kim especially gets so angry. It makes me so mad of how Chris is behaving, though. Yeah. Chris is just expecting everyone to like keep doing what they're doing because she's chilling. She's on a yacht with the hill figures. <sighs> she wants this to just not be her problem anymore. Yeah. I think she used to like to get up in the mix. And I think she's entered the phase of momager that's like they'll let them sort it out yeah you know like literally it ends that meeting ends with courtney getting up pulling her mic off um and then 
uh, Chris being like, well, that didn't go very well. <laughs> I mean, like, I really do think they should just fire her. And then we'll what? Hey, Rob wants it. He's made it very clear. He would like to take on a bigger role. That's true. Um, Look, we could bring Rob out. We could trot Rob right out. I would. I mean, if of course. And I would be elated. Yes. But we'll find out more next week. We could get more people in. We could get more people. We, we could have Larsa come on full time and just shit on her constantly. I'd be delighted. Um, so the B story, we didn't even talk about it at all. So Kim was meeting with her attorney, reading prison letters. And then she, <laughs> there's this man, Paul, who has face tattoos. He's out of prison and he wants to get his tattoos removed. So, so he can he get can a go. job. So she's going to have Dr. Orion. Dr. Orion. Hello. When I realized they flew Dr. Orion to North Carolina. Unbelievable. Also, so funny. Lavish. So funny when they were in the car and North is like, I want to see daddy. And then Kanye is so knocked out. We got some really good, like, primo Kanye car content. And she's talked about that Kanye can sleep anywhere. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love, (laughs) which makes sense because I feel like he probably is up at all hours. Because he's And is, like, nocturnal. I mean, we didn't even talk about, and I don't want to open it up. But like he was covered in silver paint this week. He was out for, for his, his opera. opera. I know. <laughs> but like I think he's up at all hours yes, working on operas, building domes in the backyard. So yeah, I bet he just passes out. I would just completely skip this whole B story, but there were a few things that made me laugh where Kim was being so shady. You thought? Yes, when Kim was like, "So, who else did you reach out to?" Oh, yeah. And then basically forces Paul to say that he also tweeted at Cardi B and Ariana Grande, yeah. but they didn't say anything back. Yeah. And then Kanye was like, hey, wasn't that funny? How he was like, I reached out to other people, but they didn't answer me, so I guess you'll do. And she was like, what? Huh? What? And then he's like, yeah, it's like, I met this Make-A-Wish kid. And he was like, so excited to meet me. And then he was like, have you ever been really excited to meet someone? He's like, yeah, I met Tom Cruise. And the kid was like, oh, man, I didn't even think about meeting Tom Cruise. And she's like, I wasted my wish on you. She was like, yeah, Kanye, that's my, like, that was not Kim's take. Oh, my God. But Kanye's like, isn't it funny that people don't think we're that special? And Kim's like, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't really get that from the conversation. (laughs) That's not what we're doing on camera right now. not really how i read it um oh god it made me laugh so much it was great and then kanye was like let me tell you oh man getting your tattoo removed it hurts so much worse than getting a tattoo i don't mean to scare you bro it's like why you could tell she's like why did i bring him she literally said why did i bring him uh, you know what if they just keep giving us like literally you could give us five minute scenes of kanye <sighs> Just of him just saying nothing important at all. I, for as much as I have like my, I am less and less a Kanye fan these days, but like, I want to watch him just talking about whatever in a car. I would watch endless hours of him just like talking at his wife. Yeah. He's just like, oh God, because he is like he i thought that was a funny perspective i i definitely noticed that like i thought she was being shady but he's like no 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 he was saying you're not that important <laughs> she's like uh, uh. anyway I it loved was it. 
This was my favorite episode. It I was really, really loved good. it. And he gets his, yeah, he gets it lasered off. His beautiful young mom is yeah. there. Oh my gosh. And his mom was like, I thought he was crazy. <laughs> I said, you'd never respond to him. And then look at you, look at him. It was funny how they kind of kept over and over again, almost being like, it's insane. You shouldn't be doing it. Why are <laughs> you doing it? It truly this? is just like a tattoo removal. Like, yeah. we could do a GoFundMe. That would be 1200 bucks, like, right? You flew out here with Kanye West and Dr. Orion. It is one of those things where I'm like, I, you know, she's clearly putting it on the show just because she wants the like, she needs to like spike that part of this. Yeah, story. she wants to pat herself on the back for doing the stuff. But you know what? Who cares? Do you think politicians do good stuff because they like it? Nope. Mm-mm. No, no. It's, it's all very uh, meticulous. It's really thoughtful. And it's like, hey, man, if that's how you use your money, go for it. Whatever. Go for it. Get some show tattoos us, off a of guy's face. Show us Kanye being Kanye. God, and that looks so painful to get that uh, off. That always looks so rough. But I call for a dismissal of Courtney. I agree. I think court is adjourned. That's not how it ends. <laughs> oh, I like that. Court is adjourned. <laughs> I, I meant. Oh, can we put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> court is adjourned. <gasps> oh, I didn't even get the joke I made. I'm tired. I didn't. I truly just meant that I, yes, great. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I made a great joke. Court is adjourned. uh, And we'll find out more next week. Uh, So we will be covering the end of season 17 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We release new episodes every Wednesday in season, off season. We are always here. Check out our website, carditionit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us, corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at carditionit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashian It. Bye. Bye. Bye.